Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the radio segment that's gotten into woodworking lately. Oh. He's making love sheds for raccoons. <laughs> Important. Also, they're selling like hotcakes in France right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> Probably because the name translates to rodent romp house. Oh. Good work, laser <laughs> <Yeah>. stories. <laughs> it's a segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other critter shamers just don't. <laughs> this first laser story is out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. 38-year-old Bradford Weitzel was at a bar and left after midnight, but couldn't find his car. Uh, so he did the okay. only logical thing he could think of uh-huh. and stole someone else's to look for his. <laughs> I mean, same what? as calling a rideshare. What? Yeah. Right? yeah. The, Good choice. The night was really just getting started, though, because Bradford ended up stopping the stolen car on a set of train tracks. Ah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, no, yeah. bro. Okay. He claims that it died on him, oh, which I'm sure. seems right a little unlikely. A coincidence. Uh-huh. But he did get out of the car just in time before it got hit by a train. Kapoya! Uh. Kapoya! Wow. Wow. And if you can believe it, the train flung the car into the side of a nearby house. Oh, oh my God! Dude, this is getting worse. Luckily, the people inside the house were not injured, but oh. Bradford didn't seem to care about that because he was <laughs> off and running to a nearby fruit stand. Oh. Oh, this guy's all over the place. At least yeah. he's being healthy. I know this, this sounds completely made up, but it isn't. This all really happened. Okay. He vandalized the fruit stand oh. for some reason and then tried to steal a forklift. But ah, at that what? point, somebody called the cops. Okay. 
Is this real life or is this Grand Theft Auto? No. He <laughs> because he, it's just so random. Everything. Yeah, he hates pineapples. <laughs> when the cops showed up, Bradford tried to flag him down like he was in trouble. Oh. He told them he needed help finding his car. Oh, back to that. But then he explained. <laughs> yeah, back to the car. <laughs> he explained everything else that he'd been up to that night. Oh. oh so they arrested him instead. Okay. You listen to like seven <laughs> Yeah. So he's facing a bunch of charges now, yeah. including counts for Grand Theft Auto and criminal mischief. But did he ever find his car? Good well, question. Apparently, he parked it across the street at uh, a different no. bar. Oh, <laughs> I was right there. Silly me. Should just hit the alarm button. Yeah. I heard it. This uh-huh. <laughs> next laser story is out of Tennessee. When owners of a business called Pro Systems arrived to open their business the other day, mm-hmm. they found their fence cut and the store ransacked. Oh, no. It turns out a thief had made off with $20,000 <gasps> worth Oof. of goods. Oh, my gosh. And while you might think the business owners would be pretty angry, sad, and even frustrated of about the situation, That's so much money. these guys saw it as a golden opportunity. Ooh. You see, Pro Systems isn't just any old computer business. They specialize in high-end security cameras. Oh, no way! And because of that, they were easily able to give police high-definition footage from 15 different angles of the guy. And they ended up capturing the criminal. They're like, here's his fingerprints. (laughs) He got inside of it. Oh, shit. (laughs) After that, they turned over all the footage to the local news crews. And ever since then, they've seen a huge boom in sales after Uh, their story aired. That's actually advertising. Yeah, yeah, it's the best you can get, man. Plus, Pro Systems was able to recover most of the materials that got stolen and are now saying getting robbed might have been the best thing that's ever happened to this company. (laughs) And we're talking about them. Come on, everyone (laughs) go buy Pro Systems. I hope they give us some. Maybe something good would happen (laughs) if someone robbed the station. No, do not rob our station. (laughs) This next laser story is out of the not-so-friendly skies. Uh oh. We've heard how airlines have had to deal with an increase in people throwing tantrums on Ugh. airplanes. You guys behave yourselves. It so, it's embarrassing to yes. humans. Yeah. We're all going through it. Just chill. These aren't kids. These are actual adults yeah. who <laughs> refuse to obey crew member instructions. Just simple no, ones. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm exempt to the rules. The FAA can fine unruly passengers up to 37 grand, Whew. and Yikes. individual airlines can ban them. But this might be a game changer because Delta is asking the federal government to institute a national no-fly list for bad behavior. Oh, oh, that's, oh that's my god! Big energy yeah. That is, yeah, oh that's gosh. worse than timeout. Right. So if someone gets booted from one airline, they'll lose their flight privileges across the board I, and won't whoa. be allowed on any plane oh, no. for years, if ever again. Oh, oh my god, that's, that's pretty extreme. I it mean, is, I like it, but also I see some power hungry flight attendants about yeah. ready to boot off. <laughs> That's true you too. ask for like an extra snack. Yeah. They're trying to pick a fight now yeah. with the customers. Delta CEO <laughs> said that there should be zero tolerance for any behavior that affects flight safety. Which yeah. is true. Yeah. Totally. And they think it'd be a harsh enough penalty to make people think twice about putting others in danger. I love how the $37,000 isn't harsh enough. I know. Uh. Nothing's imminent though and it's unclear how likely this might be. Oh wow. Jeez. Soon the buses and trains are filled up with just jerks. <laughs> <laughs> this next laser story is out of Romance of Roast Beef. Oh, what? yeah, baby. The whole hide your engagement ring in your food thing. Oh, no. It's always seemed like a great way to chip a tooth. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, you got to make it obvious. But if you're planning something like that for Valentine's Day, then this list is for you. Because a recent publication asked 2,000 adults to name the best foods to hide a ring in. And I have the top five. (laughs) Did they ask women? Because I'm pretty sure women would have said none. (laughs) Just don't don't do it at dinner at all. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure they did both men and women, adults here. Okay, what do they got? Number five is seafood. Okay. Because a ring that smells like fish is so romantic. What are you going to put it on... Put it on a little like crab claw on the end. Put it in the middle of a salmon. Like it slides on easy because of all the oil. Yeah. (laughs) Number four is soup. What? Oh, that's too no, like Float it on a little crouton boat on oh, the top cute. of the suitor. I'm, stop crapping on people's romance. This is love. Okay. 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 Number three is people think that it's okay to hide a ring in a burger or a sandwich. No. Tasty. <laughs> if you are in a burger shop proposing, let's reevaluate everything. Right. Seems a, a little bit risky to me, I will admit. Yeah, that's hard. Number two is inside of a big chef salad. Okay, now we're that, talking. That is so specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not just salad. You yeah. probably won't see it, though. You won't accidentally eat yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get a little ranch on your ring. That's a good thing. That's probably the best one yet. And finally, the number one best food to hide an engagement ring in, according to 2,000 adults who were yes. polled for this. Okay, you okay. haven't named one dessert yet. Let's not say dessert or cake. Pizza. Oh, my okay. goodness. What? No. The rest of the top ten are <laughs> pasta, sushi, pork, lamb chops, and mac and cheese. Oh, Creamy. wait. Mac and now cheese. I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> you proposing to a teenager? <laughs> what is Bro, I like that. Here? Exactly. The poll also found the best places to propose are during a romantic dinner. With yeah. pizza. And <laughs> burgers. <Yes>. <laughs> or <laughs> on a trip. And 58% oh, yeah. of people who've been engaged admit that they regret how their proposal went down. 45% wish they had a do-over yeah. at their proposal. <laughs> Those are not good percents. Yeah. That's because like, they followed this food list when they were doing He's it. He's like, I did it with seafood on an airplane, caused the rockets, <laughs> and got kicked out. Yeah. Now I'm on a no-fly list. My advice is to just stay single. Okay. You know, like no pressure, yep. no expectations. Huh. I love it, Jeff. And in some cases, no laces. Oh. And that sound means the laser stores have come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Friday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.